yeah. Yeah. I'm not I'm not mm. going to I'm not going to completely throw out the idea of putting that out there for the Triple J Hottest 100 next year. What's the BPM on that? Oh, I don't know. I'd have to look into yeah, it. Anyway, hey, well, welcome. I, I, I shows my age. I didn't know many of the songs. I didn't even know it was on. Yeah, so, no, because, yeah, anyway. they've changed the day. Anyway, welcome, everybody. Humans in 30-ish. We are back at it. Luke McCredden here and Matt Peake with me as always. And very, um, very excited to get back into to the swing of things last week, Matt. And I'm um, looking forward to it, doing it all again this week. How are you going? I'm great. Good evening, Luke. Good evening, listeners. Um, yeah, last week uh, was interesting because you brought up that interesting subject that we didn't know too much about, which was, which was art. Mm. And uh, one of my close mates, um, Scotty Mack, who's actually you know, a big fan of the show, maybe the number one fan oh. uh, of the show, his okay. fiancé um, knows her way around a canvas. And we, we asked the question, why are the prices so ridiculous? And one word, he said, scarcity. Well, oh, so, wow. Okay. Yeah. So maybe next time you're, you're shopping for art with Ricky, just, just, just drop the word scarcity and just leave it. And I think she'll, <laughs> she'll be really excited by that. Okay. All right. Well, that's good as well. Well, um, yeah. well, that's great. I'd love to, we'd love to hear um, a bit mm. of feedback, especially if it's, you know, answering some of our questions on maybe from a more qualified person than, than the two of us. But um Okay, that's that's interesting. Actually, on that too, um, massive shout out to everyone who got in touch this week. We had some nice messages, Matt, from people who have tuned in again for the year and um, looking forward to to more more of it. So thank you, everyone out there, um, and for for anyone who's new, I suppose, because this is you know people might be jumping into this. Um, welcome, and, and this this podcast is all about Matt and I bringing a couple of topics each to the table every week. We don't tell each other what's coming up. And nope. and we sort of just unpack it and see what happens, but it's it's stuff that we just come up with and it just pops into our minds, or it's something that we've been stewing over for a while, Matt. And quite often we sort of get nowhere with it, like the art. <laughs> but other times mm. we really dive in and and bring out some stuff. We we do, and I think it is about um, the things we don't know. Uh, you know, call in or or text or. And and enlighten us, but if we yeah. can contribute some of our deeper thoughts, then and give people more well-rounded perspectives on life, that's what it's all about. So absolutely, yeah. Absolutely. I think you're you're up up this week, aren't you? Yes, first, no, first off. Yeah, 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 I am. I'm I'm uh, I'm kicking things off, and and I'll and I'll get right into it. And it's okay. I guess um it's a question, um, but then I want to dive in a bit deeper, and and to, just to ease into it, my question is. Who wrote the Bible, right? Now, the reason, mm. I, the reason I bring up that question and raise that question is I'm not overly familiar with all the contents within the Bible. It's not something you know, that I've read all the different yeah. things about. But, yeah. but what, yeah. I, what I thought of recently was the fact that it, it's, it's such a high seller. So I'm, I'm yeah. taking the business approach to this, not the, not the sort of, mm. you know, the, the religious yeah. type. Tact. Yeah, yeah, yeah. People yeah. buy the Bible. Do they buy the Bible? It's or... it's the highest selling thing every oh. year, and and oh. and I'll get into some numbers for you because I looked this up because I I had heard once upon a time that the Bible numbers that were sold were incredible, right? But the yeah. thing that I guess that I thought that I think about quite a bit strangely, I don't know why I think about it quite. Where, where are the royalties going? Because as mm-hmm. as a, a high selling anything, someone's making 
money from it? The original um, creator or author in this case, or, or you know, you're 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 a film writer, Matt, so you, you'd understand that whole process and and how things like that work. But it sort of occurred to me that I don't know if there's ever been a real um, fixed name attached to to it and who wrote it. Um, oh, well, I mean, there's a couple of there's a couple of questions there that I that have really they're really interesting um i mean i guess jeff bezos would be taking a fair clip on on amazon clearly <laughs> if it's the highest seller yeah but that does make sense that the da vinci code series was so popular because i guess it was der- derivative of the bible um yeah okay what, what were your thoughts on who who you think wrote it well uh, absolutely beyond me i did have a bit of a look up um you know using the Google machine, and there were mm. there were varying things. There were a lot of um, comments around that Moses wrote it, but then you know there's also the the arguing factor of did he even exist? And and then and then and then yeah. within parts of the Bible, apparently it talks about Moses dying. So how could he write it? If it, you know that got and messy, he, he would have been busy too. Like I mean, he but, had a lot on. Well, I I've I've wondered that. Like say with the Moses and the, yeah. the Ten Commandments, like. He, he, so people would say, hey, is anybody getting this? Is anybody <laughs> writing this down? You know, can you believe this, guys? Let's, let's, let's at least get a pad. So you, stuff so you think he would have had a scribe <laughs> at least? I so. think someone just said, shit, I better, this is crazy. I'm going to capture this. <laughs> They're not going to believe it. Yeah. Well, you know, maybe there's something to that. I'm not sure. But, um, but then I was thinking a bit about, okay, well, you know, we're talking about a long, long time ago. Um, but when mm. when when was it published? Like you know, it wasn't published until, um, from what I am led to believe, the sixteen hundreds. So not that long ago. Like it's a long time ago. But it's not, we're not talking BC. Um, well, no, <laughs> no. In terms of yeah. Uh, so 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 there's a few publishing companies that have taken it on. There's one in particular that does the majority of them, who claim to sell around a hundred million copies every year. So so Jesus. this is something that over. <laughs> Oh. <laughs> so this is something that um, over the course of its existence that they're, they're saying with various publishers around the world in, in different languages and formats, something around 5 billion copies sold. You know, mm. we're talking, you said about the Da Vinci Code, right? So that is, the I think, the highest selling novel or something with 5 million. We're talking about Whoa. 5 billion. It, it's yeah. staggering. So let me take you back to the numbers again because cause I... Because I did it. Let's did go a back of, to the beginning. I did, good Bible <laughs> I, did, I, did a, I did a bit of math on this, and this is why I'm curious as to who's getting royalties, if anyone. Because if they're not, there's some serious coin, but getting missed out on. All right. So, if we're talking about a hundred million copies sold every year, and I I jumped online for a bit of a look at what they cost roughly, and it's in the ten to twenty dollar bracket on average, right? Just for you know your standard run of the mill. I'm uh, paperback, I guess. I'm, I'm not sure. Um, yeah, as a rule, I think, and and if anyone out there is listening and wants to correct me on it, please do. Um, humans underscore podcast on Instagram is the best way to do it. But I think authors get, on average, roughly ten percent royalty, right? So yep. for every for every copy sold at RRP, which which leads me to sort of think, if there's a hundred million copies being sold, and let's say they're getting sold for fifteen dollars. Every year, there should be $150 million of royalties going somewhere. Do you know what I'm saying? 
Yeah, look, it's it's. I think there's a lot of people getting a clip uh, on the way with this thing. Um, I mean, they're a, they're a very uh, profitable institution, mm. um, but I, I think it's it's a collection of works, isn't it? Over over centuries, so uh, you do wonder if you look at family royalties, if certain parts of the Bible were were scribed by by different authors, that those mm. generations of families maybe. We're, we're getting a, a clip of of the proceeds. Mm. Um, there, there might be someone sitting out there who is somehow related to Moses, who's missing out on their clip of one hundred and fifty million dollars a year. That's yeah. my point. That's yeah. You know, maybe just uh, check well, your family I, tree. And I guess if you picked up that contract to print the Bible, you'd you'd be sitting pretty, wouldn't you? Yeah, yeah. yeah. You know, you'd be walking oh, yeah. on water with that contract. Yeah. That's that's a ripper. Um, <laughs> Yeah. I assume there's audible audio versions, but look, it's a yeah, yeah. It's where do those proceeds go? Um, That's a long yeah, audio great, book. Great question. It's a long it, audio it book. Would be. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Well, I just did Lord of the Rings recently. That was sixty hours. Wow. Yeah, yeah. that's a that's a you're yeah. a patient patient man. But anyway, oh know. well, it's a bit more exciting than than the Bible. <laughs> um, no offense, but yeah, good one. Well, geez, um, yeah. Uh, the, Great start. Um, I, I wanted to bring up uh, the, the the recent events because we know um, Biden has commenced his his presidency. But on the way out, mm. um, uh, Donald Trump was able to to do these pardons, and I, I wanted to bring up the the concept of of a pardon. And mm. I found it really really fascinating because he, he Trump pardoned like I think something like 70 people in, in his last week. And there was people like Steve Bannon and then there was other political types and business and media types. But he, he also pardoned Little Wayne, the the, the rapper on charges, <laughs> on gun charges. And and I just wanted to really dig wow. into this tonight. And yeah. I, is it, I imagine, you know, him going through the list and he's like, oh, Little Wayne, Little Wayne. No, Donald, it's Lil Wayne. It's L-I-L Wayne. Oh, it's a nice name. Yeah. And so he pardons he pardons Lil Wayne of all people on, yeah. on gun charges, right? Wow. He's facing 10 years in prison. Now, what does what does he expect? As if in like five years, is he gonna call in that favor and be like, Lil Wayne, it's big done. I got a big problem. I need some glucks. I mean, Lil Wayne's gonna be like, I don't know you, mm. but I wanted to bring up, I like the idea of it though. <laughs> what if we could bring the concept of a pardon, mm. like just into our day-to-day lives? Right. You know? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Okay. So I mean, at, what, at what level? Like, you know, we're talking, you know, he, he, him throwing out, handing out some pardons for for, for people in the, you know, criminals or or, or accused criminals yeah. or whatever. What are you, what sort of level? And, you know, I'm talking just like just regular stuff, like parking tickets. Parking tickets. Um, if you're short on cash at the petrol station, <laughs> let's say you get 25 pardons a year. Yeah. And, but then they could be used like in a domestic situation where, right. If you didn't empty the dishwasher or you, <laughs> or if your partner didn't like you staying out late with the boys, you could call the pardon. <laughs> 
<laughs> and you're like free from any repercussions. I'm not talking like a hall pass or anything. Yeah, yeah. I'm talking about the ability to use pardons in day-to-day life. What mm. do you think about this? Fantastic concept. Um, obviously, the, I'd imagine there'd have to be a little bit of um, structure to it in terms of you know how far you can go with it, but or, or yeah. maybe not. Or you know maybe you're mm. maybe you've just had one speeding fine too many and you lose your license and you just maybe that that to get out of that is maybe you have to use two pardons or three pardons to get out because it's a bit a bit bigger deal mm. or it's not or it's one mm. thing i don't know um right. i don't know, like demerit going. like demerit points exactly yeah. yeah 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 so if you lose four can you use four pardons to get them straight back mm. Mm. yeah 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 wow yeah yeah i don't mind it i don't mind it at all um what well, you know and the thing is if you accidentally use your pardon, mm. you can just say, I didn't hear you. Because <laughs> it's say pardon. It is yeah. such a polite way to get free of a crime. Instead of like yeah. Trump's getting off these crimes or Lil Wayne is getting off these serious crimes, it's just pardon. It's just pardon. It's <laughs> it totally is, fine. It is a nice way of saying it. I mean, yeah, it's I, almost I, a good I, thing. I guess people, to a degree, you're already using it, aren't they? You, you know, you, you hear if someone burps or something, quite often, oh, pardon, <laughs> pardon me. Yeah. You know, it's already yeah. being used, but yeah. at a larger scale, not bad, not bad. Yeah, I think there's, um, I think there's certainly times where you think, God, yeah, geez, that's that's a bit unlucky. Mm. You know, he, he happened to get to the petrol station, as you say. Um, you know, he's he's sort of driven off or something, forgot to pay, gets gets called up later, and then goes, oh, you know what, pardon. Mm. Bang, done. Exactly. Imagine at work where you you just you stuffed up this presentation, and in in front of thirty people, you go, "I'm going to claim a pardon here," and they're just, "Yep, fair enough," or you you missed a deadline. You know? Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. A work a work environment would be would Great. be a perfect way yeah. if you had say six seven pardons a, a year at work. Yeah. You know. Um, yeah, you'd be safe. I, don't I think. Know. Yeah, yeah I'd like, I, I still think there'd be a lot of people, and and this is you know not not anyone's problem except their own, but that would use those pardons up in the first month of the year, wouldn't they? They'd be. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I mean, it wouldn't work in like the building game, you know, because it's, no. it's not much room for in engineering. There's not much room for error there. Like yeah, you, so you would need some some procedures around it and, and write, wrap some tight parameters. You have to, anyway. you have to, because mm. I mean, what, you know, you're absolutely right. And what if, you know, you've just built a sky rise and it just collapses. You can't just sort of stick hand <laughs> no. up and you go, you know what guys, I'm using no. a pardon. No, that's, that, that's unacceptable. No, that's yeah. exactly, but it seems Donald Trump can do that. There's the sort of <laughs> level, you know, yeah. we're dealing with. So they pardon, it, don't they pardon a turkey at Thanksgiving as well? So it's something the president does every year. I'm pretty sure. Is that to if the turkey lives <laughs> to to like, let it so live the, 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 to let to let the turkey live? It gets yeah. a pardon. Yeah. Oh right. Okay. Yeah. 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 Oh, that's nice. <laughs> I don't know. I don't eat meat, so yeah. Anyway, yeah. I think that happens. So yeah. Look, it's yeah. yeah it could work. Anyway, it could work. Yeah. Yeah. No. Good Got one. me thinking. Good one. But little Wayne. Good on him. It's, it's a thinker, little Wayne. I mean, he must be <laughs> he must be buying lotto tickets at the moment. It oh, could yeah. be it could it could be a popularity call from uh, Trump too. You might think if I just pardon a few people with a bit of a following, I might make myself look better. I don't know. I don't, that's that's another yeah, subject, definitely. I suppose. Mm. All right. Well, um, mm. look, I'm going to 
something we haven't really done for a while, to be honest. But I'm going to get a bit real for a minute and a bit serious, if that's okay. Um, oh, I, I thought we were being real. <laughs> well, we're being real. Sorry, we're being real. But it, oh. I just want to get a bit serious for a minute because, um, yeah, this is something that kind of is popped into mind a little bit recently. But I'm going to pose a question and I want to be clear that I'm not uh, referring to anything in particular or, or taking sides with anything in particular. It's a, it's an overarching mm. thing. And the question is, is it okay to feel a bit overwhelmed with all the social and political movements and events going on in the world? Because I and to to start off, I think I think mm. it is okay. I think it's okay to sort of think, wow, you know, there's a lot happening, um, yep. and it's it's either consuming me and I'm really balls deep into it, or it's mm. just a bit full on. I, I, I regardless of which side of the fence you're standing on, I think it, it, it's 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 in your face a lot at the moment, um, mm. and and obviously that's the aim for a lot of these things is to. Send, get some messaging out there and make sure everyone's across it. And that's so that's good. That's great. It's it's working. Uh, I think a lot of it's social media driven too. So there isn't an, an element of if if it is getting a bit overwhelming, um, you can sort of step away by sort of not switching mm. off from the from the issues, but taking yourself away from from the you know the intenseness of it. I guess um, obviously there's been a lot around this week with the Australia Day um, thing, uh, the, the, there's the Black Lives Matter stuff that's been happening over, well, you know, for in terms of the, the big movements, I suppose, over the last 12 months or so, even things like the US election um, and, yeah. and, and even in a different sort of angle, the, the whole COVID thing, you know, and yeah. there's, there's, yeah. there's different, different arguments about all sorts of stuff relating to that. Now, it, it just, it, it can sometimes, you know, anyone on, whether it's Facebook or Twitter or Instagram or anything, any platform like that, it can come through in waves to the point where it's just like, that's all I'm seeing. And, and yeah. regardless of how you feel about it, that can be a bit overwhelming, I think. So I guess I just wanted to put it okay. I, I'm saying it's okay to feel a bit overwhelmed. I'm not, it's, mm. And it doesn't matter again. And I'm certainly um, not saying that these you, sh- you should switch off from these issues because they're serious issues that need to be taken um, seriously, and and you need to take note. Um, but it can be it can be full on, and I think it's it's that you are allowed mm. to, to take a step back from time to time. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. I think it's um, totally. Uh, you know, you don't have to justify feeling that way. I think a lot of people would be would be feeling that, and I think it's good you you raised it. I think it. The, the issue with the the phone is before all of this, especially you know before COVID and and that mm. crazy year and and um, even before Trump got onto Twitter and stuff, it, it's an addictive device and mm. and it's an it's an addictive. They're addictive platforms that when everything's sort of tickety boo and hunky dory and it's just sort of cruising through looking on Instagram or whatever you do, then. Yeah, you could, probably could be more productive, but it's it's a lot of it's leisure, a lot of it's funny videos and whatever. Mm. But when it then becomes like what is of the time that's quite stressful and serious, you're combining that addiction with an overwhelming, uh, like just this overwhelming 
information and different viewpoints because you feel like you 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 have that uh, need for instant accurate information or as you see it so there's that especially with COVID and, and what's happening around the world. It seemed like everyone wanted to get the news really, really quickly to understand what was going on. Mm. But that you combine that with the addiction, then it's just this bomb, you know, you're getting bombarded with negativity and, and you know, hate and just tension. So the, the key, I think, is to not worry about the stuff you can't control, which is the, the shit that goes on in the world mm. but i i heard um my partner anna uh was listening to this i think psych psychologist or something on this um, other podcast saying that you know the the habit of of waking up and looking at your phone immediately if, if you can just stop doing that and just just be in your own sort of silence and space without picking up the device before even turning on the news and just being quite present without any noise you, that's a simple habit to change day to day. And then like, just like any addiction, like a drug, you can't just put it down immediately. Um, but that there's little behaviors when you start your day that I think can, you know, bring you back. But I think, I think the fact that a lot of people are talking about this, it's certainly a valid, um, a, a valid feeling. It's, and then it's how do you adjust to that when the world sort of slowly gets back to not mm. what it was, but, but, you know, the, yeah. the chaos and the ridiculousness sort of um, slows. How can maybe you continue to not use the, the devices as much? Yeah, because I think you're right. I think ultimately that's that's the cause of any feeling of, you know, whether it's overwhelming or, or whatever it may be. I think that ultimately is the cause, isn't it? But you, you, you're, you're stuck in that world of just staring through the the, the, the posts and the information overload and the the different viewpoints and the positive ones, which are great, but then also comes the negative ones, which 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 can be really confusing and, and mess with you a little bit. So, yeah, I, look, I, I I I've heard a few people sort of mention similar things, and and I certainly can understand why people feel a bit like that. There there certainly is um, there is a lot going on in the world, and there's a lot to get your head around. So I guess the other thing is that. Um, you know, with with a lot of these things, you can you don't necessarily have to be a a, a part of um, adding to the information. You know, you, you can be a consumer without necessarily have, feeling the need to be adding your two cents worth. I think a lot of people feel mm. that they sort of need to do that too, and that's where a bit of you know a bit of confusion can come into it. And I know that was certainly the case around with the COVID stuff, is people were coming up with these scenarios of what we should be doing or whatever, and and. And people believe everything. Some some people believe things that that Joe Bloggs says that lives down the road who's no more qualified than anyone yeah. else. But you know, so anyway. But yeah, look, I I I know it's a bit of a more of a serious topic, Matt. But there's uh, certainly no limitations in this podcast, and I just wanted to to bring that up and and feel your thoughts. Well, Luke, this is a show um, called Humans mm. in Thirty, and if you think about Sometimes I think we forget that we're human and our capacity for, uh, for information and stimuli is still evolving. So science is only, you know, 500 years old, right? Civilization is only 40,000 years old, right? But the internet and all of that has happened in what, 20, mm. 30 years? 
Yeah. So we've gone from zero to a hundred real quick. And yeah. I think a lot of us just can't handle all of that data and all of that info that it does, you know, break it. So we got to just remember, Hey, this, this stuff has taken off and, and it's happening real quick. So it is, it is good to step back, I think, and slow, slow down, slow yeah. down. Yeah. 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 Good yeah. one. Yep. Good one. Good. All right. Good. Well, look, good, good one. Good chat. Um, it does. Uh, there's a nice segue into a lot of these uh, types of activities that are actually on social media. I wanted to bring up the concept of gender reveals. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. So, you know, I've got two kids, and I don't mind if you know if people want to find out the sex or or or, or they don't. Um, and I, I liken it. I was just thinking about it. Well, you know, when you uh, announce that you're pregnant mm. it's kind of like uh the, the the trailer of a movie it's it's coming <laughs> soon right? yeah yeah just the announcement right the, and then okay you choose to tell people the 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 sex well that's kind of like an extended trailer <laughs> but, but a bit close to the opening of of the movie yeah but it seems like the gender reveal is like a premiere of yeah. The trailer. <laughs> and the trailer's getting to... its own premiere now. Yeah, it, it is. And <laughs> in that reveal, whether it be a boy or a girl, pink or blue, if it's a girl, do you think people in the crowd are going to go, oh. Oh, shit. Yeah. Like, it, it's, like yeah. it's going to be, you, you, people are going to react positively. And I just, mm. I don't know. Uh, what, what uh, look? It's a very personal thing. Yeah, but it, of course. It is a, a it is a trend. Yeah, yeah. Do you, what, do you know? Do you, do you know what I think? And again, this is everyone each their own. What what I think a gender reveal is is in fact not not about the child at all. Mm. When you think about and when I say that, I mean the ones that are caught on video and posted across social media and stuff. Because when you think about what what that video is capturing it's nothing to do with the, the baby it's about yeah. the parents and their reaction isn't it so, so the yeah and, so their, the, and their crew friends yeah, and stuff. yeah yeah so so what a gender reveal uh video should be probably titled is something more like parents reaction do you know what i mean it's because it, yeah. it's not because i mean ultimately it's like you could have just mm. told us that you didn't need to it, have a it, big party yeah. about it and and that would be the trailer, the, the yeah. extended trailer. Yeah. Right? But then, yeah, if, if we're going to do it though, why can't we have reveals for other things? <laughs> like, yeah, okay, okay. You know, um, like it. You know, you have people around and you you reveal. I don't know. Is it maybe? Do they, are they in pinatas? These reveals are they in some sort of whatever they're yeah. in? Like <laughs> and all so, sorts of stuff. A, yeah. a new job. A new job. Mm. Yeah, or a new girlfriend, and yeah. so if there's a photo of the girl, and then she's out back. She comes in. Oh, <laughs> great! Wow, new girlfriend. Yeah, well, like making big, making reveals of of big moments. Obviously, yep. not, you know, maybe not as big uh, to some people as as having a baby, but <laughs> but you yeah. know, you could even reveal a new gender. Like if you're moving over to a, another gender, you could reveal. Yep. A transition transgender or yeah. yeah like you could a transition saying, reveal other, yeah. other moments to reveal yeah, yeah. Uh, uh more adult milestones I, mm. I think that could 
that's a good reason to get people together. Yeah, yeah. I guess the um, a lot of it would be good to set up with options, though, wouldn't it? Because when you go to if if you're looking at a gender reveal, it's it's one or the other. Uh, and mm. so, so with a, with with a oh. job with a job reveal, for example, maybe <laughs> yeah. maybe you invite yeah. your friends and say, "I'm I'm a garbo, or I'm in IT, or I'm uh, in in you know advertising." And then they don't know it's one of the three. And then all of a sudden, you pop this balloon and it's garbage inside it. So they go, "Oh, you're a garbo," you know, you know what I'm <laughs> yeah, saying? Yeah. Or to your boss, you know, I'm staying or yeah. I'm going. <laughs> I'm quitting or I'm <laughs> or signing fired, the contract. Or yeah. You're not yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, hey, that's a good one. Come into my office for a second. There's two. There's a balloon here. Yeah. Um, you know, red, you're out the door. Green, you're staying. Yeah. And pop. Yeah. Well, so, yeah. I mean, so yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I, 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 I'm, I like. I, you're right. You do need a choice of something. Yeah. So, yeah. but yeah, I, yeah. I, I think well, people love a reveal of, of anything, and it's like you know, if you go, um, if you, if you, you know, I, I watch a lot of YouTube, and and you get all sorts of suggestions. Really popular channels are, um, of collectors opening, mm. you know, sporting like uh, like basketball card. Packets of basketball cards, for example. So there's that whole reveal, and people lo- like love that shit. Like watching the, what's it going to be? You know, I think it's that element of yeah, the reveal or the surprise or whatever it may be um, that people yeah they're certainly drawn to, aren't they? I mean, I'm yeah, I, I I I wouldn't. I've never been interested in sort of even toying with the idea of some sort of gender reveal. But what I might do is. Next time I start a podcast or or start a new job, I might do a reveal. Yeah, just for a a milestone. And look, we can do this as an experiment. People can send in their reveals if they have some ideas. But I think let's say one of us has a milestone this year. Let's bring some people over Mm. and we call it a reveal Mm. of something, but they don't know what it is. Yeah. Um, Yeah. Okay. All right. You're yeah. on. You're Let's on. work on that. And um, you know, when you send out the 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 invites, just give us some options. So we, we sort of on the way in the car where, you know, Ricky and I are saying, yeah. oh, what's it gonna be? Yeah. What do you think it's gonna be? I yeah. think or did you know, Matt did Matt get advanced hair or, yeah. or did he, you know, did he get a new car? Yeah. <laughs> like you don't know, do don't you? Don't know. And I'm just I can't wait for the reveal. Yeah, yeah, I like that. I like that. I really do. Well, that's great. Yeah, well, good work. Um, there's a well, that was that, it, mate. Yeah, <laughs> I love every minute of that. Not it's got me thinking now. I can't wait to whatever I come up with next that's you know, it could be a, a surprise to someone. I might make a party out of it. I love it. Beautiful. Um, Beautiful. well, that's about 30 ish, Matt. And and I that means so. we're wrapping up, and it also means we get to dive into uh, the beautiful tune that is our our theme song. But before we do, once again, thank you everyone for listening, and don't forget to subscribe to the podcast if you're into it because you will get. Notified as soon as a new episode's out, Matt, and uh, you know we we get some great feedback, and we want to get keep that going. We love hearing from the listeners. Um, like yours off the top was was setting us straight about art, wasn't it? Really, because we've got no idea. But last episode, we tried to decipher what was it, it was all about. Scarcity, it's a bang scarcity. And on that note, this yeah, this is yeah, oh, magnificent. Thank you, everyone. Ha, <laughs> ha,